0: You can you can literally live whatever life you want to live. You may not be able to live that life wherever the fuck you live in that right now. Mm-hmm. You may you might need to leave and go somewhere else. But whatever life or whatever that you can imagine that you would like to live, you can do that shit somewhere. It's, but it may require some work. It may require you to do some things that you've never done before. You know I said you can't you can't get anything you have never had if you're willing to do things you've never done. Yeah, I think that's how I go. Something like that. To get the things that you get something that you've never had, you got to do things that you've never done. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. There we go. Hey, what's popping, everybody? It's your boy Brandon, and I am joined today by my beautiful partner and co-host.
1: Hey, y'all! It's Theaundra.
0: Welcome to the Buffet, a podcast where you already know we give you that endless food
1: we started this podcast to review the questions we have asked and continue to ask each other since we started dating these conversations will range from light-hearted and comical to serious and deep. we both have backgrounds in counseling and are young black professionals in the dmv area we know just enough to come up with the questions but not enough to have all the answers you can expect for us to be real raw and sometimes spicy
0: And what are we going to be talking about today, Siondra? (laughs) Siandra.
1: What am I? What's the thing that you say in the mirror three times? Candyman? No. Bloody Mary? No.
0: Beetlejuice. Oh, I thought it was five times. It might be three. But Wait. Also, I don't say that. I don't say any of those three names three times in the mirror. You wildin'. That is, well, you said that's my for name the other multiple
1: times. Like, what you trying to conjure you ain't gonna, up?
0: You ain't going to come out and kill me Th- that I'm aware of.
1: No, I don't have any. But I'm saying, what, what are you trying to conjure up if you oh. say my name multiple times? No, I was, I was gonna just gonna making sure
0: I was saying it right.
1: As opposed to?
0: Siandra. 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 Sandra,
1: Sandra, Siandra. Mm-hmm. Cinderella.
0: Did, did that happen yes
1: to that has happened to me before they won you can't read at yeah. this point at this point
0: it's not even enough letters my name don't have enough letters to spell that name cut it
1: out cut yeah. it out
0: then y'all know who y'all who did that you should be a you go back to reading
1: mm-hmm. but we're talking about legacy what you want your legacy to be
2: mm. okay so Well, you mean like legacy in general or, well, yeah.
0: Okay. So legacy. And then I'm thinking on top of that, how
2: your relationship plays into that legacy.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, I don't know if it's an unhealthy relationship. Does it still play into your legacy? Well, well, it the, has an impact. Yeah, it
0: has an impact on it. But I mean, I mean in, in a sense of you're someone who is date in, in the dating pool trying to find your, mm-hmm. your partner. What role do you foresee your partner that you're, gonna, that you're go, trying to get? What role do you, you foresee them playing in the legacy that you're trying to build?
1: Mm. I like that. Let's start with a definition of legacy. What does that mean to you?
2: Well, legacy is something that will live on after you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something that will outlive you and is, I guess, a testament to you and your the
0: work and the effort and the care that you put into something that, yeah, that reflects on you. And you know that can look different to different people. Some people's legacies is you know, I don't know, goddamn buildings that they was able to put up where they have their name on there. That you know, hundreds of years later, their name is still on there. Some people is you know their kids. Some people you know it's it, it can look different to, uh, different people. But I think in general, to, to me, that a legacy is something that out something that will outlive you, and kind of tells people that hey, I was here this is the impact that I had on the earth or
2: on this sector of whatever I like that what about you
1: as you were speaking it was making me think of like ROI you like return to on see investment. As, yes as a return on investment for your life what mm. what is um What Like you said, what stands the test of time uh, after you've gone and reflects where you've invested your time, energy, and efforts. And so that return can, like you said, look different for different people, but it is whatever you feel like you have most cemented and most invested in and you expect to see some returns.
2: That's a good point.
0: What do you think are some common, I guess,
2: legacy-esque type things people that people may try to make part of their legacy?
1: Um, another thing that I'm thinking, just in reference to the definition, it's like your... A part of me is thinking, like, the things that people write on your tombstone, is that what you wrote...
0: I wrote down an obituary. Get
1: out of
0: my brain. I, just wrote, I just wrote down an obituary. I was just, you know, go ahead, say your point. Not tell yeah. Me.
1: It's the things that people remember you for, as much as it is the things that you want to be remembered for. So there's a part of your legacy that is, in some regards, like outside of your control. I mean, you can control how you make people feel, and you can control what you do that you know contributes to how people feel about you. But the way that you'll be remembered by other people is not something you don't have any control over it cuz you gone it is it is dead and it's done um at that point and then there's the part of your legacy that i think like i said is a return on your investment and so i think the things that are returns on your investments can be uh physical material things like you build something you acquire wealth you uh are charitable you know you invest in things in that way your children things like that things that are like physical tangible things and then um there's also the investment in terms of your character and i guess that's the the external part like how people remember you is based off of how you treat them and you do have a, a certain amount of control over that but then there's some things that you know go beyond you
0: you're right i when as you were saying the external part i was thinking about how people they really remember you mostly by how you made them feel Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying a lot of people don't really think back to not necessarily specific actions you know especially over time things that you did 20 30 years ago aren't really talked about unless you did some wild egregious thing but usually it's always tied to a feeling that you gave them so they'll they'll remember the actions that you took based off of the feeling that you gave them at that time so whether that's good or bad. So it was like, you know, people, when they when people are talking about people that passed, they always think about, you know, it made me feel this way, it made me feel that way. And I remember this situation that made me feel that feeling. And that's how they generate, people are are remembered, like their actions. So it, it seems, at least for the uh, my point, it was, what do you want people to, to say about you
2: in your obituary? You know, um, going to that to that uh, in that funeral was that a, was that a few weeks ago
0: yeah about a month ago um, and just listening to like the obituary se- section and, and them listing like their accomplishments and things they were known for and then hearing other people come up and talk about them sharing like their experiences with them and it made me realize like yo what do what do I personally want to be remembered for what do I want I want people to be able to look at and be like, yo, that's, this was Brandon. He did that thing. Like he was always about this thing. He's like, you know, he really cared about these things and and he made sure that he worked towards it or he did the same for it, whatever it may be. And it makes you think. And then it made me think like, yo, you know, what part do I want you to play in, in that? How, how are we going
2: to shape our legacy together? What?
1: Yeah, I was thinking about the Instagram post that uh, sparked a part of this conversation. Where I was reading a girl who said, "Y'all be playing with marriage until you list it as somebody's special friend in their obituary." Mm,
0: damn, that's right. And I was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Yeah, you don't get you. You have to be married to be referred to as someone's partner. If you're not married, you're just their friend." I was what? like, "I ain't never heard of that."
1: You know how old people are. You know, especially how old black people are. I am not trying to. If you died today, I would be your special friend.
0: He's remembered not. I, by. No.
1: Your Brandon, you don't think your parents were special friend me? Yes.
0: Oh uh, no, no. I think they would call you my girlfriend. I don't think they a special friend. I don't think my parents are that damn old to be special friend and like um I stay I stay special friend. First of all, special friend has lgbtq L, lgbtqia connotations you know like like you know that 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 uncle that aunt who got their roommate they bet their friend you know what i mean like mm, that's a you know, special friend no that's not that
1: but old people won't say that people are in a relationship they'll usually be like oh that's your friend but if they wanted to that's dictate true. they they could list like your actual friends and then to and then denote then, 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 that I'm special oh it's a
0: special friend oh I guess they could they may, I don't think my dad would do it what, yeah what, he may what, not what play I'm, me yeah my mom though she might be petty uni yeah she might be petty but I don't I don't think they'll let, her, they'll let that go down especially you know sister and stuff like that I mean am I gonna get special friend if you if you if that happened to you knock on wood that it doesn't.
1: Yes, I. Uh, I don't know. No, I think my parents are younger than your parents. My mom would probably list you as my partner. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I, I, we're digressing away from yeah, the no point.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that, that 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 was the the IG post that kind of started off this con- this conversation.
2: On top of everything that happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: I mean, I think for me when it comes to where I'm at now versus where I want to be at the end of my life, I think I'm living out the things that I think that are the most valuable to me and that are a part of my legacy. I think that people would remember me as a a generally nice and kind person. Remember me as hardworking, dedicated, caring. I think that they would remember positive things about me and have mostly positive interactions with me. Like Mm -hmm. I can't think of anybody. I don't know anybody who doesn't like me. That sounds weird to say, but like, you know, there are some people who you, you know, you got beef with somebody, or you know, I I don't know anyone who genuinely like dislikes me. I've never had that experience. There's some people who I can think of that. I don't necessarily have, I don't have a negative relationship with them. I'm just indifferent, Mm -hmm. but it, it, You just exist. That's your business. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, (laughs) Tabitha. But I can't think of anyone who I know for sure dislikes me. And I... Well, I I mean, I hear that. I mean, you wouldn't know unless it came out and made that be known. Yeah, but you... I feel like you can read energy. You know when people don't bang with you. Or you know if you have an enemy, right? Like, if you you know who an... I would hope you know who an op is. And I don't feel like I have any ops.
0: no. That's a good thing. Yeah. I ain't got no, I don't have any ops either to my knowledge. And if y'all out there, stay hidden.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so that, I agree with you in that sentiment. I definitely want friends and family to re- remember me positively and I think mm-hmm. that's true uh, in general. And then outside of that, like part of the, my, my legacy per- personally it's like will be the family that yeah that we cultivate the the things that we will be able to pass on or leave behind whether that be knowledge whether Mm -hmm. that be resources and things of that nature like i want i want to be i wanted to be a net positive you know i want to leave behind more than what i had
1: agreed definitely trying to move the needle forward Mm -hmm. i think we've talked about this before about like what what it will take for us to see black people in mass be in a better position, and how personally I think it's incremental change. And I think the incremental change starts with the like the family unit. Like, once yeah. we get more households in order and each of those households subscribe to something that is more positive and more uplifting, we'll see a change for the larger, mm-hmm. you know, group of people. And so, I agree with you. I think a big part of the difference between where my legacy is now versus where I want my legacy to be at the end of my life is the family that we cultivate, the children that we are able to raise and the resources that we Mm -hmm. are able to acquire.
0: And to, I guess, circle back to the original question in the sense of like, what what do I expect? How will my partner or what role will my partner play in the building of that legacy? I would say they will play an invaluable uh, part in building that legacy. Like, children is part of that legacy. They are going to be your partner is going to be the one that it's going to be the other half that brings the kids here. They're mm-hmm. you know, for me to you you're going to be the one that's going to be like teaching them and you know, putting in those those morals like they're going to get a lot of that stuff from you. Don't get it from me as well, but like I have to be secure and okay with who you are and because that's that's who my kids are going to learn from. Our kids mm-hmm. are going to learn from. So It is incredibly important that, you know, we choose, you know, we choose wisely when it comes to like family unit and building up that legacy because they are going to be on the ground floor. They are, you know, this is a startup company right here Mm -hmm. and they, you know, president, vice president, however you want to break down the the roles of it, they are going to be a major decision, shareholder, stakeholder, or whatever you want to call it to the business that is the family.
1: Yeah. And they have... A greater impact on that legacy once you're gone, right? Like, if we do all of the hard work and then we raise children who are ingrates and like mm. they mm. don't do anything to maintain what we have, Hose. then
0: yeah, it's squandered. Who this, did this, we fail or did they
1: yeah, fail? I feel like I would take it as a personal loss, yeah, but I also feel like it's a personal loss because that means we didn't cultivate correctly, mm-hmm. like, we didn't use our influence and impact correctly on this child and didn't do what we were supposed to do in this household. And I think that that the truest testament to that is like celebrity kids. It's like you, you really have access to everything. Your parents got resources. You got everything that you could potentially want or need except to do something. Probably their parents,
0: and, except for they probably their parents.
1: Exactly. And you become what?
0: Uh, I hear wilding. Exactly. I hear wilding. Big wilding.
1: Jennings. And it's man yeah. He's not. I mean, but he's a little eccentric of a character.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like <laughs> there's the Atlanta. I'm just thinking of the Atlanta episode. That was him. I felt like that was him.
1: It probably that was, was like
0: that was him. Like Trinity nannies, yeah, nannies, and all that stuff. Like that's what he grew up with because his parents weren't there because they were busy making millions and being Tom Hanks and Rita, R- Rita Wilson.
1: I think her name is. I think so. The
0: fact that I know her name kind of disgusts me a little bit. 'Cause it's like I don't know her. Like why do I know her? Why do I know this information? It has no little to no impact on my life. Why do I know that?
1: Because Chet Hanks was a topic of conversation. So we looked it up his mom, I think. No. But you don't be remembering stuff. So that is a little wild. Yeah, I was like, why do I know her name? Um You a wild boy. I guess. It's
0: some it's weird things that my mind decides to wants to remember. But yeah, so I think that that, that little role he played in Atlanta, that was probably like him. And I don't know. But I don't. I do know that I don't want that to be my kid. I don't want. I don't want to be remembered as like a provider, but he wasn't there.
1: Yeah, kids don't forget that.
0: They don't. They don't give a fuck about the money. They don't really don't give a fuck about the money that Mm-mm. you have like that. And let, like, they do care that you were there.
1: And even in being there all the time, you can still
0: feel it up. Somehow. Yeah,
1: you can still not be enough. Kids are very demanding. Hoes. Very demanding. A little demons. And then they become adults who process all of their demands and still feel.
0: Mm-hmm. You think you think you did everything good, and they come at they come at you thirty years later. Like, let me tell you how you fucked up my life, nigga. What? What? If you don't get that shit out of my face,
1: <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was doing the best that yeah. I could. And then
0: that's that's the response that we get back. Mm-hmm. And so I can kind of empathize with parents on that one. It's like, bro, like, sure, maybe I traumatized you a little bit, but let me take you to, let me take you down the road of my life. <laughs> And then let me tell you how much better you had it than me. This is the best I
2: knew. But legacy, hella important to me.
1: I agree. I definitely think that it's important. Speaking about parents makes me wonder, do you think you are your parents' legacy? Or do you think your parents would consider
2: you their legacy? Yeah. I definitely would. I think so. I think they would consider me and, yeah, my siblings as part of their legacy. They better. No, but I, I think so. I've never really asked them that question. But I feel secure that it is true. It is so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom never
0: fails to uh, mention, you know, how how much my dad wanted her to get pregnant with me aww like, you know what I'm saying yeah and how she said it, she your know, eyes roll like oh, you put so much on me you know what I'm saying it took so long you was blaming me blah, blah, blah. you can't get pregnant blah, blah, blah. I'm like mm. why am I t- why are you telling me this information
1: <laughs> and then there was Crystal so it
2: wasn't so bad happened more than once yeah pop pop it wasn't that quick it was more like pop wait you know a few years and pop again pop Pity-pity, pop pop so let's get into for you. Mm-hmm. What role do you
0: see me playing in your, oh, in your legacy?
1: You're an invaluable player. <laughs> MVP. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think making the decision about who your partner will be can have a very large impact on your life. My daily meditation today was a story about a man. It's gay Hendrix. Conscious Living, I think, or 365 Days of Conscious Living is the the author
0: and the name of the book.
1: Yes. And it was, he ran into a man in a library that he hadn't seen in a while. And the man looked very old, like very haggard, and he didn't look like he was well. And so he asked him how he was doing and like what was going on with him. He was like, Oh, I look like this because I was having marital problems, but we resolved it. And he was like, Okay, what solution did y'all come up with? And he said, I settled, I just lowered my expectations. And he was like, you look 10 years older than you looked the last time that I saw you. Like, you don't look well. Why did you make that decision? He was like, it was just the easiest thing to do. Like, I just settled. I just decided I'm going to stay. I didn't want to break up our family. So I just settled and I decided I was going to stay. And I feel like that shows. Very clearly why and how important who you have as a partner is to you, your life, your overall well-being, and of course, to ultimately to your legacy. So I think you're a huge part of what my legacy will be, even thinking back to our previous conversation about decision making, like the decisions I will have to make, the access to certain decisions or opportunities um what we say yes to or what we say no to all plays a part in the legacy that we ultimately build and because i have to consider you in my decisions if you if you ain't shit you know my decision making is going to be influenced by that mindset and that mentality and my access to opportunities will also be influenced by that mindset and that mentality so i think that you're a huge part in the legacy that I can ultimately build. All right, so
0: we both agree that legacy is important and the partners that you choose play a vital part in that legacy that you want to build. That being said, do you feel like you are on the path to building that legacy that you want to build?
2: yes
1: yes yes -hmm. i feel like i'm on the path to building the legacy that i want to build there's definitely still work to be done but i definitely feel like i'm on the path i think you being the partner that i have is helpful to help me get to the end goal i think that's a step in the right direction
2: i agree I am the right person. I knew you Except. were going to
1: say that. I knew you
0: were going to say that. <laughs> well, at, at first, I was going to be like, I agree. I also think that you are, you know, I'm, I'm building, I'm working towards that legacy and you are looking like the right, the right move, the right choice for that. But then yeah. halfway through, I was like, let me insert some humor. I'm like, yeah, I am, I am that, that man for you to make that and help you get to that to that legacy. Yes, I am him. He is I and I am he. Look at my eyes. Roll them.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah. What? I also believe, th- mm-hmm. thanks for asking, that I am on the road to that legacy of, you know, raising some good and responsible kids being able to build something
0: of worth that will outlast us. We, that we can pass on to our kids and hopefully we've imbued them with the knowledge and the get-it-ness, get it I guess, the of the mental and emotional fortitude to be able to take what we leave them and build on it and, mm-hmm. and continue this marathon that, you know, we are
2: on. You know, we got even trying to catch up around here. Agreed. I definitely hope that that's true. What steps do you feel like
1: for you remain or what steps do you feel like you've already taken and what steps do you feel like remain for you in terms of ensuring the legacy that you want?
2: Mm, That's a good couple of questions. What do I think I've already done to get on that path? Mm Mm-hmm. Pursuing my interests, pursuing um, my passions. I think the fact that I decided to like move, Mm. you know, to go and pursue my higher education, that I decided to date and meet you and see that through, that all of those things are. me making right and
0: good, good decisions. That's, you know, that it got me, it got me here, everything Mm -hmm. I've done so far.
2: Um, and I think that recognizing what I want and being willing, I guess, to work towards it, to do it, even, even though it's scary, you know, being, it feels weird to be like, yeah, you know, I want a certain lifestyle.
0: I mean, that's not weird. Everyone says that. But there are fewer still who are willing to do the things or just willing to do anything necessary to get to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people just talk and say, I want to do this, but not aren't necessarily doing the thing to make it happen. So I think me being willing or at least
2: planning out it, planning out and Making, the, making that happen, making, taking steps to make that happen is me
0: moving in the, in the right direction. And what was that, what was that second, what was that second question?
1: That was the second question. You answer it. What steps have you already taken and what steps do you feel like you still need to take? Oh
0: yeah. What steps do I still need to take? Well, having kids uh, and getting my money right. Getting my money where I, where I feel like it needs to be in the sense of career and I said make sure you know I'm moving towards that I guess specifically like private practice you know work, work, doing some entrepreneurial type things you know making sure like my like I'm investing in myself and in us and invest in putting our money to work you know because I don't want to work forever I don't want to work for the next I don't want to work I personally, I really just don't want to work period. Mm-hmm. But so in order to get that, I need to figure out ways to make my money work or make our money work. And I think that's what I still needed to do. Like pull the trigger on that. Yeah. But I, that being said, I think I'm already, I'm on the path there. I don't mm-hmm. think, you know, I feel like I'm going
2: to, it's going to get there uh pretty soon. So I feel like I'm pretty much there. I can see, I can see, I can see the end, the finish line, mm-hmm. like over, over yonder. Mm-hmm. It's, in, it's, it's within sight. I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you?
1: I don't know if I like the finish line um, yeah. metaphor because I don't want you to die. But, but you can the see.
0: Line, yeah, I can see the mountaintop. No, yeah, maybe, yeah, I can see it. I can see it over the horizon. Yeah, there it, we go. It's, insert insert Martin Luther King voice.
1: What did he say about the horizon?
0: Yeah, but he was, his was in reference to like equality. I see little black boys and black <laughs> boys and black girls. Black girls and white girls sitting together and, and sipping from the something of tranquility and yeah. insert like awesome words and awesome sounding
1: cadences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you say what about me? Yeah, what about you? Um, steps that I feel like I've already taken for me,
2: include,
1: I think choosing you is a a good step. I think, the majority of my accomplishments are good steps. I think that those things are good steps. Relationships that I have with other people, friendships, Mm, my family relationships, I think, also are a part of it. I would say, in terms of building I agree with you kids definitely is a part of building I think another part of my legacy that maybe I haven't said before but I definitely don't want any generational curses I'm trying to make Mm. whatever has happened in the past whatever cycles of trauma or you know belief systems that no longer serve me I'm trying to leave that shit where where it started like I'm not trying to carry any more of anything. And put it into the next generation. And put it into the next generation. Mm-mm. And so I feel like a step that I've already taken is, of course, being in therapy. But I don't think that that's done. I think that so every time I feel like, well, not every time. That's uh, an overgeneralization. But I feel pretty copacetic. And then I find I unearth some other stuff. And then I'm like, oh. It's a never-ending journey. Surprise. It's
0: a, it's a never-ending journey. Yeah. Never-ending
1: story.
0: Yes, but I like what you said that they're about first the people that you surround yourself with and the uh, the generation curse generational curses. Definitely, I agree with you in the sense of like choosing to hang around the right type of people, like whose mentality is uh, aligned with that. You know, not on that fuckery. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's definitely very important. So like the, the the friends and. And the people I care about that I have like within my circle, I think those are like hella hella important uh, because that's the community. That's going to be the people that outside of you, those are also the people that your kids mm-hmm. and stuff are going to interact with, and potentially their families and stuff like that. So you will want non fuckery related occurrences to happen. So there's that, and and absolutely the the generation of curses. Like I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to die, a goddamn. 50 of a heart attack if I can help it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to
2: perpetuate that cycle of, I guess, trauma. Just that black trauma that we are afflicted with. <sighs> so yes, there's a lot of issues that I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to move Not
0: Yeah, therapy as well mm-hmm. on, my, on my end. And I've already chalked that up to being a uh, recurring forever journey and but first of all i'm just trying to i'm just trying to break the note the first uh generational curse which is poverty yeah um which i feel like i've already broken that Just mm-hmm. me, me being me but i i guess it's not truly broken and if you can't if you can if, if you can't sustain it, it if, yeah. if you can't sustain if then my next generation if it's only like a one-off and it's just me and then my kids end up being broke as fuck too that you know that there's no progress that was being made so i hope that i can at least instill Maybe if I can't give them pass on like tangible like money, maybe I can, t- I can pass on the mentality or like information mm-hmm. because that's something that I didn't have growing up. You know, my parents did the best they could with what they knew and that was more than what they had. Mm-hmm. So I'm, it's up to me to kind of build, build upon that. You know, there was some, oh, so much stuff, so much shit. I wish I knew this, you know, when I was, when I was like 18, 20, 20 goddamn 25 that I knew, that I know now, that could have been a, a severe, can make a big impact on you know finances and things of that nature. So if I can just give that to my kids off top right there, they're probably going to be in a much better position.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I definitely feel like that generational stuff. I don't know if people have seen their reel on Instagram where it's like, not my circus, not my monkeys. It's like a way for people to recognize things that are outside of their control or things that are not, Not of their concern, like not anything that has anything to directly do with them. And I feel like generational curses are those things. It's like, why do I feel like this? Because this, whatever this is, whatever this conventional wisdom is, whatever this um, coping mechanism is that I've developed is no longer serving me. And it ain't got nothing to do with what I'm trying to do right now. I'm trying to leave that wherever Mm. it was. It's not doing it for me anymore.
0: Yep specifically i'm trying to get I'm trying to get over that that scarcity mm-hmm. and fear based mentality of you know decision making mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the major ways in, that keeps us trapped in these you know generational curses specifically poverty and things like that and you're just thinking that you know every dollar you get you gotta like you gotta cover that bitch. you like, you can't do nothing you know it's like there's more out here for there's more than what you see out here, and yeah, you know, and just recognizing that the world is bigger than what it's bigger than what you think, and it's in the sense of the type of experiences and the type of life that you can live you can you can literally live whatever life you want to live, you may not be able to live that life wherever the fuck you live in at right now,
2: mm-hmm. you may
0: you might need to leave and go somewhere else, but whatever life or whatever that you can imagine that you would like to live, you can do that shit somewhere it's gonna. But it may require some work. It may require you to do some things that you've never done before. You know I said you can't. You can't get anything you have never had if you're willing to do things that you've never done. Yeah, I think that's how I go. Something like that. To get the things that you, get something that you've never had, you got to do things that you've never done.
2: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. There we go. We ready for? For the yeah, you ready for? A f-t. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, my final food for thought. Hmm. I don't know. And that's okay. Thank you. You go first. Okay, I go.
0: I for me I say I guess my final food for thought is re I wanna reiterate a question I asked. It was like, you know, what do you want your obituary to say? What do you want on your tombstone? You know, what what do you want the people that you love and care about current and in the future people that you love and care about what you want them to remember of you? You know, what do you want them
2: to carry on from their experience with you? Yeah, I think.
1: What regrets do you not want to have? I think my final food thought would be, if you aren't already taking the steps towards building the legacy that you want to build, start now. There's no mm-hmm. time like the present. That's true. It's not. There's, it's not too late. Yeah. There's no reason to wait for the things that you want. Mm-hmm. Um. There's something small that you could be doing that would help you get to the place where you want to be.
0: Yeah, well, a small step is still a step, mm-hmm. and it's a step more than what you were already do at. So you know it's progress, even if you find like even if you feel like you you've gone the wrong way it's better to stop now and try to correct than it is to say, fuck it and keep going down the wrong way.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Both, both things are hard. Like it's hard work to, to live a trifle life. It's not fun. You don't feel good, but it's also hard work to live a good life. You, you have to do the things to maintain it, especially if you're coming from a place where you are disadvantaged in some way. So both of them are hard you just choose your heart
0: yeah you choose your yeah choose your struggle mm-hmm. uh i'd rather struggle for the life i want yeah than struggle to maintain some shit i'm unhappy with you feel me um and i know for a lot of us it, you don't know it, it, it's a lot of this is guesswork because you don't know what you're doing you don't know knowing you don't know anyone else who knows who's done what you're trying to do mm-hmm. um or anyone who can kind of help guide you or anything like that outside of like watching like YouTube or reading books and things like that. so all this is fucking brand new ground for you and this that's
2: terrifying but that's it you know, just think you are gonna be the person that put other people on mm-hmm. you gonna be the first person
0: like there was always there was a first before there was families like Rockefeller and all them who you know who got whole families who you know know how to get money and maintain money there was that one broke motherfucker who ain't have shit who had to start it all up. And it for a lot of us black people,
2: we are them. I am he, I am he or she. And while it's scary, and it's
0: hard, it's going to be be hard work because, you know, nothing that's worth it is
2: generally easy to get. I think we will be better for it. Mhm. So if you're going to struggle, struggle for what you want. For real. Man, that,
0: was t- that was a TLDR. That's yeah, how We can wrap that up. Damn, final thought.
2: If you're going to struggle, struggle for what you want. Yeah. All right. We good? Mm-hmm. All right, y'all.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode. Holla at us next week, and listen to these messages. Make sure to check us out every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, replay, all that good stuff. Make sure to subscribe, listen, and rate. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell the cousin, auntie, mama, grandma,
1: granddaughter's son. Work that out. Tell them what it can follow us at <laughs> Math problems. All right. If you have a question you want us to discuss on the podcast, send us an email at thebuffetpod at gmail.com, and we just might shout you out. Follow us on Instagram at thebuffetpod, all one word. Thank you for listening, learning, and laughing with us. This has been The Buffet, where we give you endless food for thought.
2: We out.